This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. We're unpacking the state of downtown Johannesburg with a panel. The state of downtown Johannesburg. Of course, we're going to be talking about the issues with all the litter and the dirt in and around the city. Is it a resource issue, overpopulation? What's being done to better, of course, some of those conditions? What's being done in a practical way to bring the city of Johannesburg to a place, of course, where we have the terminology, a world-class African city? And of course, uh, you know, in terminology, we can throw all sorts of names at it. But when you're downtown Johannesburg, there is no world-class African city when you're actually stuck in the, cri- in, in the crime and you're stuck in the traffic and you look at the particular buildings and some of those are heritage buildings and you look at all of that and you think, what happened over the last 20 years? What happened over the last 25 years? And why are we here? My next guest, of course, uh, Muzim Kwanazi. Muzim Kwanazi is Pick It Up Head of Communications. Muzi, welcome to Power 98.7. How are you, Muzi? Um, thank you for the opportunity and privilege. I'm good, and good evening to the listeners. Sure, Muzi. Dan Khadebe, Operations Tudula National Deputy Chair. Welcome, Dan. Thank, thank, thank you, Dan, and thank you to, to the beautiful South African, the large. Absolutely. That's Dan Khadebe. And of course, Melite Ngobo. Melite Ngobo is the chair. Abaslali Basem John Dolo and the chair of that. So, uh, Melita, welcome. Uh, thank you very much uh, and good evening to the listeners. Absolutely. So, let's, let's start with, with Muzi. Muzi, um, pick it up. Head of communications, pick it up. So, 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 I, I, I look at it, Muzi, and you're going to tell me funding is always an issue, staffing is an issue, uh, you know, the, the, the task at hand is an issue, Johannesburg is a particular place that has its own characteristics, uh, and pick it up as a, as, a, as a particular tough job. Pick it up sometimes gets the, the criticism that, you know, comes its way, and then sometimes pick it up gets, you know, the roses that also come its way. Just recently I saw a story about, you know, how clean certain parts of Johannesburg, downtown Johannesburg, and people were saying something's going on around this particular part of the city. You know, people are, th- are picking things up and, and seems people clean up, whether it's overnight, in the mornings or whatever. From, from your perspective of Pick It Up, um, uh, Muzi, it, it must be an endless, endless, unthankful task as well, but it's got to be done, right? Uh, precisely, uh, a, it is it is a thankless job, so to say. Mm. Uh, however, <clears throat> it, it always always maintained as pick it up that um, we cannot ensure that the uh, job attains the uh, highest cleanliness standard with assistance from the residents themselves. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of the city of Jobek. Yeah, and 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 <clears throat> that is why. In in the main, we've engaged in educational awareness campaigns and mm. you know campaigns that would involve uh, the residents themselves in cleaning, uh, taken from the Umuganda practice in, in in Rwanda, just to create the civic pride mm. Uh, mm. amongst the residents and 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 and, and to say uh, to to demystify the the notion that uh, if you throwing 
waste illegally or you are littering or creating employment for somebody else. <laughs> I mean, those are... Those, does, yeah. does that still exist, Chief? Uh, unfortunately, it does. You mm. know, um, the, it, 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 is, it, it is difficult to change mm. um, um, <clears throat> to change people's behavior in that regard, mm. you know. Uh, these because are ingrained type of 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 of, of behavior that uh, mm. you know we are dealing with, and 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 if we can just be able to change that 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 behavior mm. in a way, uh, we'll be able to at least the half of it will be one. However, to also get deeper into the issues, uh, it is very easy. Mm. Uh, for someone to say uh, the street X, street X uh, in, 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 in CBD mm. without mm. looking at the the reasons behind mm. uh, some of the of the prevailing situation. Mm. Um, for instance, we have a a three shift system. In, mm. in, 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 in the city of Jobek at night yeah. it's very clean. The minute we all flock into the city then it gets dirty again. So there are a whole lot of issues. I mean one at top of my mind would be um, the number of street hawkers mm. in certain areas of the city, mm. uh, the population in those areas, unregulated trading in some of those areas. It also goes to, you know, hijacked buildings, uh, buildings with no owners. There mm. are tenants inside without beans, um, parks, um, Park, uh, mm. you talk uh, Atwell Park next to Park Station, mm. and people are, are already staying there. Mm. Uh, you have people that are uh, homeless people, uh, that are residing in those parks. And mm. the other thing is also issues around the recycling, which we encourage as an mm. entity because mm. it, it saves our landfill space. Mm. However, uh, you find recycler, recyclers themselves now opening up uh, sorting facilities in every available open space. Therefore, mm you know, violating the bylaws of the city. So the the reasons uh, for that, uh, mm. for the, the the status of the city mm. as is now, particularly the CBD, uh, there, there are uh, a number of reasons why we find ourselves in, mm. in this particular space. Muzi, However, Muzi, before I go to the others, give me, give me what you think the, the, the city is at the moment. Give me a description of of the city as you find it from pick it up you know just give me a, a, a bird's eye view of of how you would describe the inner city of johannesburg i, I want to i want to uh, lean on your language a little bit you know a lot of people will come and say it's just criminal it's dirty it's hijacked buildings it's rubbish all over the place it's it's you know uh, like you said issues of recycling people are you know um so, for sorting facilities all over the place um, it's 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 in essence some people will tell you it's a mess. Give me in your in your terminology how you look at the city of Johannesburg, how you perceive it when 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 you would make your way through that particular part of of the city. I would say um, Denzel, they are you know it, it is to say um, 
However, let us also be mindful of the outpockets of cleanliness pockets in certain areas. You look at uh, your Bramfantin, for, uh, for example, mm. uh, it's one of the areas that you could say uh, we are winning this uh, mm. battle against uh, debt and crime. Mm. Uh, Maboning Precinct, for example, some mm. of the areas that are clean. Uh, as we speak today, I mean, in Hillbrook, there was a huge cleanup in mm. uh, areas like Melville. Communities are starting to, you know, uh, engage uh, engage in, in or, or, or practically implement uh, the our clarion to help to tend to work into the city in sure. the world. So there are those those issues, but in certain areas, and 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 and. and an analysis will tell you where there's transport hubs, uh, your taxi rank, most say taxi rank, pre street taxi rank, mm. and uh, park stations, all those areas where uh, there are a lot of people and it's densely populated. Those mm. are the most problematic areas. However, um, Santaco itself, I mean, we have been engaging with them. They are on board in the campaign, so it's something we're doing about Sure. Uh, it's about human behavior and how do we change that? And the worst scenario, as well, is part of the street furniture that we have. You know, uh, unfortunately, uh, it's being vandalized at at some point when the protests. Mm. You know, people will spew rubbish into the street, destroying mm. the little dustbins that we have, just to avoid issues around littering. So the ease that of hope, but there's a lot of work that needs to be done, and uh, that will involve other stakeholders more mm. than picking up your bylaw enforcement, for example, is one of the key issues that sure. you know, uh, is, is an area that we need to tighten up as well. Sure. Let me go to Dan. Dan, Operation Tudula National Deputy Chair. Dan, how, how when you look at Joburg and the inner city, Dan, you know, when people talk about there's a glimmer of hope and every single mayor that I've heard since 1994 starts talking about, you know, wanting to fix the, you know, the city. Then the terminology came around of, you know, um, a world class African city. But 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 if me and you went there today. Uh, and we walked through that particular, you know, space, downtown Johannesburg. Um, me and you might have a very, very different opinion than the, the terminology that is pushed onto pamphlets and stuff like that as a world-class African city. From from your perspective, Dan, uh, wh- where do we even start to try to fix Johannesburg? Uh, okay, let me start by saying this. There's no glimmer of hope here. Mm. Uh and I'm not sure, but let me just remind South Africans that on the 17th of May 2021, mm. we marched to the mayor's office, may his soul rest in peace, yeah. Makhub, yeah. to say, let's reclaim the city. Mm. Let's take all those buildings that are being hijacked, even mm. those ones that don't have owners. Mm. Let the government take those buildings, convert them into family units and RDP units, for an example, mm. so that we've got a responsible family. Because remember, when the building is occupied by people who don't own, who don't really reside there, but who have rejected, yeah. you don't expect them to, to have any sense of responsibility in terms of hygiene, in terms of cleanliness and all that. Mm. But when you've got family units or families residing there, rather than what is happening in downtown, when we think downtown, I think we are talking from Moy Street, 
all the way to down to end street mm. and how do we revive the industries that used to be in Toron Fandane? Mm. where it cannot be revived can we then convert those buildings into family units where mm. you'll have responsible families residing there as families mm. and we should believe that will also assist in reducing crime level mm. uh, because right now everyone is doing as they please in Joburg. nobody is taking any responsibility but the bill part of the responsibility falls with the jmpd mm. because we used to have a housing uh traffic department mm. and then it was changing to jmpd that has got uh, a responsibility to enforce bylaws and all mm. that mm. we don't see them doing that mm. Uh, people are building shacks even right in the CBD. Mm. And they will be just passing. And we are not sure whether it's because there's no 50 rand for bribery on that one or what. Mm. Let me give you a typical example of what I'm talking about here. Mm -hmm. uh, Denzel and the South Africans. You've got a squatter camp that developed in uh, between Eldos uh, and Lens, just after Eldos opposite Avalon Cemetery. Sure. And that we've got a good number of JMPD members who are residing in Protea Glen, who are always harassing us in the morning and afternoons when they are late for a parade, abusing the blue lights. Mm. Uh, as if there's an emergency. And yet only to find out he's just late for a parade for work. He's abusing the blue lights. Mm. When that quarter camp started, they are passing there in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening. When they saw the first shack being built there, Mm. What did they do to make sure that they remove it? Mm -hmm. Nothing. Up until we had close to 100 checks that only when they attempted acting, and it became impossible because they blocked the road, the protesting and all that. Mm. But had they acted immediately when they saw it happening. So as they were passing there every day, going home, going to work, what is it they did as the JMPD, Johannesburg Metropolitan Police Department, mm. to enforce the bylaws? Mm. Nothing. Now, even what is happening now in the CBD today, you'll find them uh, in Commissioner Street, roadblocks doing that, you know, stopping cars and all that. Mm. There will be a, a hell of a lot of, you know, uh, mishaps that will be happening around them. They don't care about that. All what they care about is cars because there will be a 50 rent there. Mm -hmm. So the, the big bulk of the problem lies with the JMPD and the city of Jobek by failing to enforce the bylaws. In fact, the vehicle, the vehicles are not the problem. No, no not the problem. Just yeah. the vehicle, you know? And uh, failing to enforce the bylaws, they see this was a factory industry. Somebody has ejected. They are dividing it with boxes, renting out the place. They don't go there to say, this is not zoned for residential. What are you doing here? Mm. Remove these people until you rezone the place and properly design it for, 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 for residential. Mm. They don't do all that. So the question is, how do we then claim the world-class city if we are failing to enforce the laws that do exist? We are not saying let's rewrite the laws yeah. or let's create laws. These laws are there. All what it lacks is just enforcement. And all that lies with the city of Jobek to enforce. Then that me... is why I'm using the squatter camp that is opposite Avalon as an example. It developed in front of their eyes. Mm. It grew in front of their eyes. They ignored it. 
until it was out of control where anyone could be handled anymore. Wow. Wow. Dan, I, after listening to you, Dan, I, I, have, I have little but no hope. Let me go, but but I'm going to go to Melita. Uh, Melita, um, let, let's 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 carry on with the conversation here, Melita. W- what do you ascribe as as to some of the reasons why Johannesburg finds itself in the way it is? I, you know, I I listen to Musi, and Musi talks about you know co- community members, also residents and and citizens playing their part, and he talks about you know marches through the city and and how that impacts and. And so, you know, you've got the waste and they, they've got, I think he said, three shifts, a three shift system through the day. So, you know, they they overworking through through that particular part. Dan, Dan says there's just no hope there, you know, because how do you go back on something that's already there? You're not going to be able to move those people. You're not going to be able to get rid of the criminality. You're not going to be able to get rid of the behavior. Uh, JMPD has just watched it and let it happen. Uh, and and in your view, how have we got here? Um, we got here because of um, the collusion that is happening on in our in our municipalities nowadays. Mm. Uh, the the mayoral position that is there that they always disagree about it. Mm. Everybody, every 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 party wants to be a mayor. Mm. Is, and then there is no service delivery. There is no one who is monitor, who is monitoring. Like me, who's from the shacks, yeah. where we live from the shacks, um, most of the people that they come from the suburbs, they come and litter next to the shacks, mm. next to the shacks, and then we try to clean that and put it inside the plastic bag, but nobody's coming to pick them up mm. until the the until the reds open it, and then the and then it, it become it become more litter again, mm. and nothing is happening. It's because of uh, the service delivery that is not happening. It's because of our government. And even the criminal, that the, the, the crime that is happening, is because of our police. They are not doing their job. Mm. Let, let me, let me stay, stay with you, Malita. Just, just tell me something about Abathali Basim Jondolo uh, and, and how you're engaging all these other institutions around, you know, the, the, the communities. How, how are you engaging? What, what, what kind of communication systems are you using? What kind of, you know, results are you getting when you engage these formal systems? Mm, when we go to the formal system, last we we write an email first, mm-hmm. then we go there and knock to their door. Mm-hmm. If they are not replying, we do marches, we do petitions. But most of the time they don't. Re- most of the time they don't reply because of they say we are but we mm-hmm. live in the shacks and move. they think that most of the people that they live in the shacks are not educated. Mm-hmm. I think it's the most re- they disrespect us. They don't recognize us as people because we are living in check. Mm. And a lot, and a lot of people will blame, you know, your organization. They'll blame you particularly then, as that particular organization, for some of the some of the things that are happening in and around Johannesburg. 
when when you say we are living in the shacks and we are demanding that we get accommodation and housing and all of these things and so we will then occupy these particular spaces what what's the what's the what's the kind of results that you get because people then would put the the blame in front of you and say you see look at johannesburg it's even got shacks and it's got squatter camps and it's got people who are living between this in even in the streets in this particular way what, what do you say when people put the blame in front of you um, they put a blame in front of us because they want to blame someone. It is not because there is anything that wrong that we are doing because we are fighting for the right to shelter. Mm. And if you can look at, even, even if you can go to the suburbs yeah. where they take their, when, where they take their, their where they, 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 they come and dump next to us where we are living in the shacks and then, they say, look at the Sheikh dwellers. There are the Sheikh dwellers that are littering in Johannesburg. Mm. But it is not the, the Sheikh dwellers that are littering. The people from the suburbs who come and litter. Then, and even the service delivery that is not there, that mm. is littering. Mm. So you, you can, most of the people, they come to Johannesburg and they become unemployed. After that, they, where are they going to, to live? That is why they are just in, in the CBT. And nobody, nobody is, and there is no service delivery that is happening, like building houses. Um, yeah. Mm. So what do, you, what do you do? How do you begin to engage somebody who comes to Johannesburg, doesn't have shelter, finds himself unemployed, maybe on the street as well, and then begins to engage your, your, your organization? And then, of course, like you say, you know, you will put up shacks even in the middle of, of Johannesburg and you will do it in the parks and you will do it, you know, in most of the open spaces as well. How, how do you engage the numbers? When, 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 how do you engage that, you know, crime doesn't happen? How do you engage that services and toiletry and sanitary functions begin to happen? Because you don't have those. So how do you go about those particular things? And we engage with the municipality for that mm. because we we have the right to, for an essential for essential. Uh, they are supposed to be those are the rights the South African rights that we are supposed to be given as um, the South as as the people who live in South Africa. Mm. Let me go to the lines. Let's go to Bandile in Orlando West. Bandile. Hi, hi, Denzel. Hey, Tachif. Hey, Denzel. You know. Our government is is hiring a, a, a building there mm. in, in, in Tobek. Yeah, and uh, there are uh, 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 illegal uh, uh, bus ranks in Johannesburg. There are ev- illegal bus ranks in Johannesburg. Yes, and uh, all the government officers are aware about it. The MPD, everyone is aware about it. There is a street there. It's called the Tivida Street. That street is not working anymore. Foreigners are selling second-hand goods there all over. No car is moving there. I don't know what, where we're going uh, with, with this country. You know? mm. what, do you think there's hope, Pandile? I mean, you know, um, Dan says there's absolutely no hope. But from the story that I'm listening to Muzi, I'm listening to Dan, and I'm also listening to Melita, it just sounds... No, Muzi, it just... Muzi is working. He must defend uh, 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 where he's employed. He's hired for that, you see. And uh, Dan is quite right when he said there is no hope for there is no hope Dan. Wow, Miles Budu, Miles and Aldous. Paper Roses. Hey, Chief. 
Look, man, I was with uh, Dudula for a very short spell of time. Yeah. As a fellow South African, a fearless community activist. Mm. Because I heard what they said on radio and TV, and I got so attracted to this Dudula. And I said, I said to myself, Dudula was, Dudula's in fact long overdue. Mm. And then I went in there, I tried to gel myself and crocodile myself in there. Mm-hmm. And then I find out, you know, it's, it's, it's pockets of so-called community leaders who do not have a bloody clue how huge this thing and powerful can this thing is. If it is well packaged, it is well done, it approach law enforcement, government, local, provincial, and national. Because government needs a doodula, but not a doodula that is run like a, like a sheep. But they've, but they've but they've made a name. You've got to you've got to give it to them, Miles Buddha, that they've made a name for themselves. They've made an impact. It's a name for individuals that want to get rich quick and famous and popular. When I got there, I scared a living hell out uh, out of them because they thought I came there because I want power, popularity, and I want fame. I am famous. I am a celebrity. I'm I'm an activist for the right reason. I for 29 years stay on the right side of the law, and I know the thieves, and I know a thief when I see one. I said to these guys, look, here is a constitution. Go and register to Dula as a non-profit organization because it was registered. I don't know where they've done it. It was registered as a non-profit company. You cannot take a mess mobilization, membership, conscientization movement, and go and register it as a non-profit company. Miles Buddha, I'm going to leave it there, Chief. Let's go to Moses in Bramley. Moses? Uh, good evening, uh, Denzel. Good evening, Moses, man. Denzel, there's no hope, Denzel, because there's no political will to start with, mm. to mm. fix Jobek. Mm. Like Denzel, I worked in Jobek uh, in the city center, but in the early 90s, I think it was 19, after our independence, mm. this fake independence, 1995, 96, 97, uh, small street, Jobek was still clean by then. But uh, towards the end of the 90s, uh, when we were getting into 2000, you could see that the rot is coming. Mm. The people who are coming here, with no papers, who are just doing as the police, who doesn't actually know of the bylaws where they are coming from. They are just running amok. I could see that uh, we are heading to a disaster here. Jobek is no longer our Jobek. Mm. Like uh, uh, the, 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 the poet by Mongani Walisi Rude. Hi, Moses in Bramley. Let's go to Mohadi in Renfontein. I'll just wait for Mohadi to come on board. Mohadi is coming on board at this particular time. Um, or shall I, let's see, Mohadi in Renfontein? Can, 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 we, can we do Mohadi in Renfontein? Sure. Let's take Mohadi in Renfontein. Mohadi? Yes, uh, good day, Denzel. Hello, Mohadi. Uh, good day. And then, uh, Commander Morning, um, I am a member of the Dula from the West Wind in Grand Fontaine. Sure, sure. Um, what I want to say is that, you know, um, as much as we are making noises, the Dula members, yeah. we believe that um, the time we spent and the energy we spent in the organization, mm. there is hope. Mm. As long as there are people in South Africa who still remind the government of what needs to be done. There should be hope. We have next year. Yeah. 
we can instill our hope there. And I still believe that, like the previous caller, there's no political will. Mm. We do have bylaws. And I want to believe that when these bylaws were set, Mm. the human rights were also considered. Mm. We cannot do as we please everywhere. There are places where you cannot, you know, just come in and And, and pick up a check. And the issue of political will, Mukhadi, says that, you know, you might you might have the bylaws, but if you don't have the willingness by the instrument, which is government, and you don't have local government looking after this, and you don't have local government, you know, looking after pick it up, and you don't have them looking after, you know, the security of all other aspects, then, of course, that political will is not going to be engaged in the city of Johannesburg. Exactly. And then what we're also have experiencing in, in these major cities you know, um, it's a reality, these deployments. You end up not being able to, you know, to manage your personnel and to ensure that things are being done or people are delivering on their responsibilities because at the end of the day, um, the appointees that were appointed as comrades, you know, they still have to be employed and they cannot be disciplined. So there's no accountability and there's no consequence management Mukhadi, I'm going to leave you there. Let's take Tim, Timber and Deep, Deep Clove. Timber? Hi, how are you? I'm good, Timber, man. Oh, my uh, feeling is that the bylaws are mm. no longer relevant because they don't talk to the transport hub that we have now. They mm. don't talk to the malls that we have now in the townships. Yeah. It's not just the city center which is affected. Yeah. Uh, just a casual look at the bylaws, you might find... The bylaws talks about not taking a bus in your front lawn, whereas that you know, it doesn't happen anymore. Mm. Not having a cow in your yard, in the township or in the suburb, mm. then they are no longer relevant to the situation. They don't envision the influx of migrants into the country. Mm. Yeah. Timber, you make a good point. Let's go to Muzi. Muzi, let's pick up on Timber's point on the bylaws that may be not relevant anymore. Uh, and, and he does make a good, 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 good particular point there that he says, you know, some of these issues have overrun and outlived those particular bylaws. Um, I want you to answer that particular question that he that he brings about. But let me also ask you about criminality and crime and and the safety of of your particular you know uh, people in the city of Johannesburg because you know Johannesburg has become synonymous with the issue of crime as well. So let's let's talk also about that, Muzi, because it's it's something that one can't can't ignore in a conversation like this. Okay, the. On the first question around the issue of 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 bylaws, one as 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 a emanating from pick it up will speak to uh, waste bylaws. Yeah, not any other bylaws. Sure, sure, and and, be, and that's your domain. Yeah, yeah, that's my domain, and will be. I'll be extending to other people's domain and Mondays. That yeah, I do not know or not. Uh, Confidence to speak about. However, yeah. uh, it's, it's, it's illegal dumping to dump waste in a place that is not designated mm. to deal with that waste. And that bylaw should stand. Mm. That bylaw should stand. Mm. Littering. Mm. That bylaw should stand. Mm. Now, um, mm. using using the street as a toilet, that bylaw should stand. Mm. Um, pick it up as as a waste management company relies 
on its sister company, which is the JMPD, to enforce bylaws. We cannot, it's not our mandate. Yeah. Our mandate is clear, simple. Clean, pick up, uh, dispose of waste. Mm-hmm. Uh, clean, pick up, dispose of waste. Now, the the um, JMPD has uh, that responsibility to deal with um, uh, bylaw enforcement. Yeah. And the... In terms of, as it relates to waste bylaws, um, there is a WhatsApp number that the residents can use mm. to report illegal dumpers, mm. to report, uh, you know, one lady said there are trucks that are coming from other areas, mm. uh, disposing of illegally in their area, but it, uh, maybe one would share with, 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 with the residents to use. Uh, to uh, alert the MPD about those issues. Uh, coming to the entire uh, topic that we're mm. speaking about, yeah. um, a whole issues have been raised mm. uh, that are outside of my purview from mm. picking up. However, it calls for a a a a a, a panel in which. You know, answers can be given on what is done about town planning, first and foremost. Mm. What is done about issues around high-tech buildings, JOSCO, mm. the right platform to talk to that issue. JPD, what is done about issues around bylaw enforcement, mm. uh, safety and security, what is done about issues uh, around safety in, in the inner city. And to answer the question that uh, was, 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 was asked relating to how do our employees um, work mm. in, in the inner city? With the, with, the, with the criminal, with the criminal yeah, aspect, yes. With the criminal aspect thereof. Mm. You know, um, particularly the night shift, uh, we normally would rely on, on, on MPD for uh, safeguarding, ensuring that our employees are, are safe when they work at night. Mm. Uh, they work at night until around about 4 a.m. in the morning, mm. and then the other shifts start. So we haven't had uh, major incidences in that respect, and mm. also thankfully so. Then. Uh, yeah, thankfully, and also when we are cleaning in areas that are densely populated, we also get assistance from them to say, you know, can you? Can, spoke about TVs. Mm. Um, can we assist us to move these cars that are around here so that the compact truck can go in and you know uh, move trash from 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 uh, those areas? Mm. It is difficult. I do agree. Um, it is a a thankless job, as you had said, but mm. it has to be done. Mm. And mm. the issue around uh, the hopelessness. Uh, the pessimism mm. that is emanating from the discussions now. Mm. Mm. Uh, you know, it, 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 where, uh, when, how, until how far and when will we be pessimistic? And when are we arriving at a situation where we'll be seeking solutions to some of the things? Mm. I mean, it is not rocket science to say, uh, and uh, uh, do not lead. Yeah. It isn't. Yeah. You know? Mm. Uh, I mean, and and, and it's, it's 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 across the city. Yes, I mean, because it's it, the it, area you live in anyway. It's the space you live in. So just it, keep it clean. Mm. Just keep it clean. I mean, it's 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 
it's, it's also surprising that you drive along the freeway, somebody opens his, his car mm. and throws rubbish out of the car. Mm. That is that is wrong. Mm. You know, uh, it, it does not even have to be, you know, legislated. You know as an individual that mm. this is counterproductive, mm. what I'm doing currently. Uh, the the issues and 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 when I started uh, with this discussion, I said there are a number of uh, factors that are contributory to mm. what you see. Unfortunately, for pick it up, it's what you waste you see that mm. you see. Mm. Mm. However, you cannot say that building is hijacked. That shop does not pay for services for they don't even have been. These shops here don't have a bin. Mm. Uh, that contractor who's renovating my house and he takes builder's rubble, mm. goes out of my yard with the express maybe promise or provision to say, you know, I'm going to pick it up landfill site to dispose of this. He sees an open space, disposes that there. That's wrong. Mm. And, and, and that's why I said as some, it starts with us as well. Mm. You know, in as much as we can point fingers and say this and this and this, but there are things that are within our control not mm. to do. And, and and waste is one of those things that as an individual, you can't just throw litter anyway. You can't just illegally dump anyway. It's your community. Sure. And it, we need the civic kind of a pride. I mean, well, let's go to Rwanda. The, the 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 budget of this of, of the country in in, in that particular country mm. uh, uh, amount to the budget that the city of Jobek has, but Rwanda is clean, mm. more clean than Jobek. Rwanda is not as advanced uh, as the city of Jobek, mm. but the area is clean. Mm. And, and 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 it's not only Rwanda. What do you ascribe? I mean, what do you ascribe that to, Muzi? Uh, the civic pride. Mm. The civic pride to say I cannot do a wrong thing. I cannot litter. Uh, I am a Rwandan part of or a citizen that wants sure. to see development. Mm. And also, we, that's why I'm saying we have pockets of of, of excellence. You go to next to Lenseria. There's an informal settlement called Mulaji somewhere. There are, there are several of them. Mm. That's a marvel of cleanliness that uh, you experience in those areas, mm. whereas there are informal settlements. Mm. You know, the residents themselves in one of the settlements there find other residents if they dump waste illegally. Mm. So, for example, what we had is it's just I'm sharing an anecdote mm. uh, from that area when we went there to see. Why is this area clean and it, it falls under the, the Rand Temple? You know, now the computer truck cannot go into those areas. What they do, they put the sticks, the computer trucks comes in, takes uh, the plastic bags mm. uh, for disposal. However, the residents themselves in that area, coming mm. uh, back to that anecdote I'm telling you, when we're questioning them, why is it so clean here as mm. opposed to other areas? They're saying, no, here, if we see you dumping waste illegally, you are going to, there's an endowment of some kind mm. or the elderly in that particular community, 
to fine you and at the weekend you are responsible for buying a quart of uh, a, a crate of mm. beers for the mm. gentleman in the area. Mm. So it is possible. It can be done uh, in terms of cleanliness. Sure. Cleanliness sure. does not uh, but a, 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 a densely populated area does not therefore presuppose it should be dead. It sure. doesn't. Muzi? It's us mm. as human beings that are doing that. So the other issues that have been raised, as I had said, are issues that are mandates of other de- uh, departments within the city. That's not my purview. My purview is waste and litter and Absolutely. illegal dumping. Muzim Konazi, I'm going to say thank you so much, Chief, for coming on board uh, tonight here on Power Perspective. Thank you. Thank you, Muzi Konazi. It is Power 98.7. Power Perspective is what you're listening to. It's the 29th of March, Wednesday. We've got about 50 minutes left in this particular day. Denzel Taylor is my name. Studio line to call is 0861-987-000. Tumelo is taking your call, slightly working the buttons. One more bulletin left at 12 midnight. And, of course, Nomsa will bring you that. We're talking, of course, of the world-class city uh, and downtown Johannesburg, unpacking what needs to be done down there. Let me ask Dan Khadebe, Operation Tudula uh, National Deputy Chair. Uh, Dan, um, you, you raise the issue of various things and various issues and, and all sorts of things. You also bring in JMPD, and you say some of the blame needs to be put to them as well. Foreign nationals... Uh, Dan, and, and, I, and I asked the question to you specifically, Operation Tudula particularly. You know, uh, some, some, somebody once said something to me absolutely, absolutely profound. And somebody said, um, I, they live in a particular area, and I think it was in Yeovil. They live in Yeovil or a particular area, and they are South African, and they are the minority in that particular area. And I thought about that for a little while. And I was like, are you, are you telling me that foreign nationals have entered that particular area and now form the majority of citizens in that area? And so that that particular South African virtually lives by the mandate and the rules and regulations of how that foreign community decides and dictates how certain things are. And I found that particularly, particularly interesting that a South African would say to me, the area that I live in, I am a South African and I am in the minority. So the dictates are by those that absolutely are foreign and and and, and that is how, you know, we are in this particular country. But having said that, Dan, and I bring up the issue of foreign nationals, how much of a blame or how much of a contribution do you ascribe to foreign nationals, in particular to uh, the 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 whole demise, the whole decay of the city of Johannesburg? What do you? How much of 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 the of the scenario do you put in front of foreign nationals? And 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 please tell me why. Denzel, uh, hence we've been calling for mass deportation. And uh, hence we've been saying there's no way, way we can spring clean our house if it's full of visitors. Mm. And it is true, they are dominating such areas, Beria, Ilbro, uh, the CBD. Mm. You know, South Africans, they don't even have pride anymore of going to any CBD in the country because they've taken over. And uh, that is where now 
the sense of ownership for that will interpret it through the cleanliness mm. comes in. Because, you know, there is this attitude that I don't belong here, this is not my country or where I'm coming from, mm. I don't have this. And uh, if, if we have to convert those all those buildings into family units, mm. JPC claiming all Petit's properties and giving them to South Africans, I believe that we will see a different city. Uh, there is a very serious challenge where the city of Jobek has been taken over, it's being invaded, and uh, that is the reason we are calling for mass deportation. That is the reason we are calling for the conversion of the buildings. Uh, had that been done years back, mm. we wouldn't be having organizations like Abakalibas and John Dolo that we support them dearly uh, because uh, why the reason we support them as a city uh, i hear the gentleman from uh, uh up talking about town planning where is this town planning where how is it effective if we are not planning for the influx that is flowing into Jobek following the economic activity mm. so I, I don't i don't understand what planning is he talking about or is he talking about the planning of building the buildings or houses without planning for all what comes with because this is a package that you know you've you expect an influx that will be flocking to Jobek. you need to plan for all that and uh, you need to you utilize these high-rise buildings to make sure that people are housed mm. but uh, unfortunately we see a gentleman from outside the country but there is this particular country that is famous about hijacking buildings nigerian uh, he arrived in the country in 2019, and now all of a sudden he's got a building, he's renting it out. And our people are stuck in the shacks, uh, which doesn't make sense to us. And if all those things were not there, or the government had taken care of these situations, I don't think we would be having operation to mm. today. Uh, it was motivated by the circumstances that we are discussing today. Sure. And the cleanliness sure. of the city will never experience it until people have got a sense of the sense of ownership. So you cannot expect a passerby to have a sense of ownership. Mm. Yeah. You cannot expect a passerby to have a sense of cleanliness because you'll be if you live there as a family, you'll be having children that will be concerned about the hygiene around them. You, 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 you'll be having community as a one-sided, he cited a very good example of a squatter camp where they discipline each other. But how do you expect that to happen in Europe? How do you expect that to happen in Beria? Because it's dominated by, by passerby who just saw an economic opportunity and abusing the laws of our country. And then we've got these NGOs who are hell-bent in defending them. Mm. Whereas I never hear them saying anything about Abashalibas and John Dolo who are stuck about the shock in the shacks. I never hear them saying anything about talking about their human rights, the violation of their rights, their hygiene, and whatever. So that those are some of the reasons why we should support. And uh, uh, I hear the gentleman here by the name of Miles. as Operation Tudula, we've got uh, national issues to deal with, so we definitely do not have time. To yeah, no, and 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 this and the and the and the subject was off 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 topic as well. Dan, okay. Dan, let's leave that one. Dan, I have to say thank you so much for coming on board tonight, bro. Thank you so much.
Thank you, Tenza. Thank you. That's Dan Khadebe, Operation Tudula National Deputy Chair. Melita Ngobo, from Abathlali Basem Jondolo, you, you're going to continue housing people in the city of Johannesburg, in shacks and in informal settlements, because that's your mandate, isn't it? Yes. And, 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 and when the authorities do begin to engage you, what, what is the argument that you use around that particular operation? Do you, do you say, well, you know, I've, you've got to house people, they don't have, they don't have proper housing, and so, you know, you're going to give them shelter? When, when people don't have shelter, they come together mm. and talk about it. Then after that, they fight for the right, their right to shelter. Mm. And when the authority came, it is whereby we start engaging the government to tell them that most of the people, they don't have shelter mm. and they need place to stay. We are not occupying the place. We came whereby when they evict people. Mm. Yes. Melita Ngobo, I'm going to say thank you so much for coming on to Power Perspective tonight. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you. That's Melita Ngobo Abathlali Basam Jondolo, chair, of course. And of course, um, she's not holding back and not stepping back from the responsibility she has to give people housing. And whether that's in the city of Johannesburg and or in the parks of Johannesburg and whatever, uh, they will do that because they find that they have a responsibility, first and foremost, to give people housing. Like she says, people will come to Johannesburg, look for employment, be unemployed, and then, of course, come together and begin to look for shelter. And that is where they step in. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.